0: Welcome to Courageous Wellness. My name is Erica Stein. And I'm Ellie French. And this is a podcast about individual journeys toward wellness and how to navigate it all.
1: We were inspired to learn about the journeys of normal people from all walks of life that have combined all types of practices, from physical to emotional to spiritual, to figure out what wellness means to them and what works for them.
0: We aren't doctors or experts, just average ladies figuring out how to live our best lives while tackling topics all across the wellness spectrum. It takes courage to share these journeys, and by talking about them and sharing personal stories of real people, we aim to destigmatize the process. Join us as we in our community share our Courageous Wellness.
1: Today on the podcast, we have the lovely co-founders of Honey and Bee, Clea and Ellie. These young female entrepreneurs started Honey and Bee with the purpose of reimagining and redefining self-care. They have created a space where self-care is more intentional, intuitive, and creative, and their crystal beauty skincare tools only add to that experience.
0: On this episode, we discuss emerging from dark places in life through self-care practices, building a business, business partnership, creative inspiration, and the ancient benefits of facial rolling. It can relieve stress, depuff the skin, and also stimulate lymphatic drainage. We thoroughly enjoyed speaking with these ladies, and they even left a sweet treat for listeners. Just visit honeyandbee.com, that's honeyandb ecom and use the code COURAGEOUS15 at checkout for 15% off any purchase. You can also find the link in our show notes. Enjoy the episode. Well, welcome, girls.
2: Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you for having us. Yeah, we're
0: so excited you're here today. Um, we have never done an episode. We've done only one beauty episode. Yes. That's so amazing. we're really excited. And <laughs> um, yeah, we've never done one On- with all your exciting like facial rollers. Are <laughs> so.
1: so to begin, can you guys tell us your own personal journey to caring about your skin and to wellness? How did you get involved in this world, each of you? Yeah,
2: <laughs> so big question. Yes, yeah. yeah, so we started our self-care journey Um, Pretty recently, actually, I would Mm -hmm. say. So we were kind of at a place in our lives, and um, I'll speak for myself and then Clay can share a bit, where we just weren't practicing self-care at all. Mm -hmm. We didn't even know what it looked like, but we also didn't realize we weren't practicing Mm self-care. And so when when I looked at myself in the mirror, I didn't even recognize Mm -hmm. who I was. My skin just looked... Dull and dry and tired, and I realized that was because of the lifestyle I was living. Mm -hmm. Um, I was working a job where it wasn't filling me up creatively or passionately, and I felt completely just burnt out and drained. And it didn't, I, I didn't realize that until I took a step back to kind of analyze what was happening so at that point is when clay and i started to become pretty close Mm -hmm. as friends we worked together and that's when we started to um, really get to know each other and it was then that we kind of started doing things more actively to take care of ourselves Mm -hmm. better and we were each other's constant reminders for practicing self-care so we started just doing one thing a day whether that was taking a longer walk doing yoga even just kind of having like a inspirational conversation with each other to start to feel better. So that was kind of the beginning of our journey.
3: Mm -hmm. Yeah. I would say that mine started really with the mindset. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, as Ellie mentioned, we were kind of both in like a darker place. Mm -hmm. I had to lift her up. She had to lift me up constantly, but it reached a point where we realized, okay, we need to lift ourselves up. Mm -hmm. So we need to go inside So what we did was we kind of tried to find ways every single day to inspire ourselves, motivate ourselves, and practice Mm self-care. So that really, to me, started with the mind. Mm -hmm. And what I did was I started going to yoga class, um, you know, meditation, things like that, that really, like, got myself, you know, into the state of taking care of myself from the inside out.
2: Yeah, and the other thing that is important to know around this time too, is we just really live for the weekend. Like, mm. um, and yeah. I remember Clay saying this all the time, says, I just can't wait till I get to the weekend. That's when we would really fuel ourselves, yeah. do our adventures, but then we'd almost burn ourselves out on the weekend because we wanted to, recharge Mm -hmm. so desperately. Mm -hmm. So what we started doing was um, doing small things during the week Mm -hmm. and noticing those things versus noticing the positive things versus the things that were really weighing us down. Mm -hmm. And we started telling each other what those positive things were. So sharing that really helped the process Mm -hmm. and and change our mindset about self-care and healthy living.
0: Well, I love that you guys... Sort of discovered it through your friendship too, or yeah, at least totally. you know, be- because it was encouraged mm-hmm. through the friendship too. Mm-hmm. That's really lovely. Mm-hmm. And so, from there, once you realize that this wasn't a part of your life, but then you've incorporated it into your life, how what's that moment where you decide, hey, this is so important and this is working for us? Like, do you remember? a moment where you looked in the mirror and said wow I feel and see a difference like sort of the reverse of what you
3: originally explained I have goosebumps Mm -hmm. I remember one day um, Ellie and I were on the beach and Mm -hmm. this was kind of you know right before we started doing all our self-care practices um, we were sitting on the beach and we realized you know we were so happy we're like how do we feel like this in our week Mm -hmm. weekly lives and I don't know going back to that mindset really kind of helps me put into perspective the changes that I see now. Mm-hmm. I don't really remember like a specific moment where I realized I was taking care of myself. I've had moments, I think, in yoga a lot where mm-hmm. I like look in the mirror and really see myself as beautiful. And that's something that I didn't see before. Mm-hmm. So I think, yeah, for me, it was like a slow process. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's so beautiful. <laughs> you know, and
1: I think too, along the lines of what we're talking about you know skincare is such a self-care act that you can do every single day right mm-hmm. it is yeah. a daily act sometimes morning sometimes evening but it's it's a moment where you can take time for yourself and so when did skincare for you both become a part of that self-care conversation
2: Yeah, so skincare was something that we were always passionate about. So we were always passionate about beauty and wellness and skincare, and we always try different things. We would try different products and kind of have fun with them, share them with each other. Um, I'm a huge fan of DIYs, so I'm always <laughs> trying out like different clay masks yeah. or apple cider vinegar She'd or made, like citrus honey citrus masks, honey masks <laughs> or things like that. So kind of, it was more of a creative process yeah. that was kind of the beginning of our skincare journey. But when we, we have a bit of a story around how we first started, that we we knew we wanted to start um, Honey and Bee, but maybe we can share that in, in a little bit. But yeah. Um, As far as the skincare goes, I think it just became, it it was a passion for us. Mm -hmm. And so it was like, how can we take um, what we love and share that with other people? Mm -hmm. So I think the skincare really was, it was just a passion piece for us. Yeah, I think that's
3: one of the things too, as Ellie mentioned, when we didn't really recognize who we were when we looked in the mirror, our skin was a big thing because Mm -hmm. we worked from home, we didn't wear makeup. So that was just a huge thing, not feeling comfortable in, you know, who we were. Mm -hmm. So I think, um, you know, we did practice some skincare routines and self-care, but as far as just feeling beautiful from the inside out, that really came when we connected the mindset to the skincare and making wow. it more intentional.
2: Much more intent a much more intentional practice from start to finish was important to us. And we also really wanted a skincare routine that was very pure and holistic and mm-hmm. didn't involve. Tons and tons of things, mm, yeah. and so yeah. that I think really sparked some interest for us was trying to figure out what products can we use, and then what tools could go with those products to make us feel like we are slowing down, mm. taking care of our skin, and then really glowing from within. Yeah, mm.
0: and our skin is our biggest organ, yeah. which we sometimes forget about, you know, mm-hmm. um, because it's on our outside. But I know as someone like in the history, and I've mentioned it a couple times on the podcast, but when I was in my early 20s, I developed terrible cystic acne for the first time in my life. And I didn't know what was going on. And long story short, I wound up figuring out that it was partly due to a a dairy allergy, and so giving that up. But having an experience, which I think so many people experience, which is like when your skin... Mm -hmm. which is like the first part of yourself that you put out into the world, you Mm -hmm. know, because it's on our external, when you're feeling badly about it, Mm -hmm. it affects all the other parts of yourself. Like I remember just being in pain, like crying because I was just in pain. And then on top of that, not feeling confident to go, do work things or like conquer the like things that I wanted to do and you think oh it's not a big deal but it it does affect so many areas of the way you carry yourself in the world and I remember like having had that kind of experience Mm -hmm. and it only lasted for me I was so fortunate for like three four months because I did everything I possibly could to figure out what was causing it but just can really, really like
1: no, absolutely. Home. And I think about you know so many times. I think like fashion and beauty can be like oh that's so vain, like whatever. Like let's just be positive with wh- what we have and what we got or whatever. But I think about that show Queer Eye. Do you guys watch mm-hmm. Queer Eye on Netflix? I haven't. Oh, it's yeah. so. Oh my gosh, it's like <laughs> it's my amazing. favorite show. But I cry. I cry every episode. <laughs> so but nice. what I love about it too is you know. Um, They do fashion and grooming, and grooming is, like, the beauty element. But what I love about, you know, Queer Eye is in the fashion and grooming sections, those are the two times when people have those reveals, when they Mm -hmm. put on that new outfit or they, you know, cleanse their skin for the first Mm -hmm. time after having, like, red patchy, like, dry skin. The the facial expression they make is unlike any other part of the show. Like, the way you... Because it's it's intentional self-care. The way you take care of yourself does impact the way you present yourself mm-hmm. to the world.
2: Yeah, and I think something around that too is so many people have a skincare routine that yeah. they do and that they love and maybe it works for them. And then other people... Still have a skincare routine, but they aren't being necessarily mindful while mm-hmm. they're practicing that skincare routine. Mm-hmm. And as Clay was saying before, it truly starts with the mind. Like you have, in order to have um, a intentional routine from start to finish, you have to consciously work on being present and mindful mm-hmm. while you're doing that, and really feel what it is that you need in order to get the most out of that skincare routine yeah. and notice how your mind is feeling. So if, you're, mm-hmm. if your mind is racing and you are just applying all these things to mm-hmm. your face, it's probably not going to have the effect mm-hmm. that you want. Mm-hmm. So it's really about taking a moment to slow down, notice what it is that your face needs, um, whether that be you know a full-on mask and then the, the whole entire routine after that, or maybe it's just simply taking a deep breath in, washing it with some water. Like, it's really about the presence behind mm. it that I think um, gives people the most difference mm. in their skin. Yeah. So from here, as you mentioned, you had this idea
1: for Honey and Bee. And so how was Honey and Bee born?
3: So it was kind of born on a cross-country road trip. Wow. <laughs> oh, I like that story. Yeah. I'm
2: right. Yeah. Do you want to go for it? So Ellie
3: had to pick up a new car that she got in um, New Hampshire. And so basically, we flew to the East Coast, mm-hmm. picked up her car, and then had to trek it back to California. Mm-hmm. So we decided to do a crazy thing, and that was <laughs> drive from New York to Chicago in one night. Oh
0: my gosh. <laughs> that's, that's a haul. I mean, I guess it that's can be done, but it's
2: a haul. <laughs> It can be done. Yeah, it's just like 16 hours. Wow, it's her, it was her idea. It was my idea, and I did drive the whole way. We did, we were going to stop, and then we decided, I was like, no, I think we should just keep going. Like, and it was already, you know, like 8 p.m., and we had eight more hours to mm-hmm. go, and kind of yeah. like, um, I don't know, like, <laughs> maybe we should consider getting some rest, um, but no, we did. We we carried on. Mm-hmm. So, um, we had this really pivotal moment that night, the road trip was about two weeks, but that night in particular, it was almost this like out of body experience. Mm -hmm. We were driving down pitch black road Mm -hmm. and, The car was moving fast. There was nobody else around us. And we sort of just had this moment of enlightenment Mm. where we were still working our old job at this point. Uh So it felt like a lot of things were out of reach for us, but we had this moment of feeling like something has to change Mm. in order for us to be happy in our lives moving forward. And we grabbed a notebook and we just started writing down all these ideas, like what we felt like we needed, what we wanted other people to experience. And we still have those pages of the notebook. (laughs) And it was crazy. And we just, I don't know if you've ever felt like you were just on cloud nine with an idea. And you're like, I'm going to just change everything. And it just feels so so empowering and it was um, really a great experience for us because before that we felt really stuck mm, yeah. and so it was kind of this really like metaphorical experience just moving fast mm. through the world physically like in a car yeah. and writing down all these ideas and we didn't know specifically what, it, what we wanted it to be but we knew we wanted to make people feel better mm. and um, so we're doing this and then all of a sudden we, ru- we run out of gas <laughs> <laughs> We completely like just run out of gas in the middle of cornfields, and it oh was this whole big problem. But um, essentially, in that moment, we've like reflected back on it, and it 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 was such like a foreshadowing of everything mm. to come, uh-huh. like in entrepreneurial life and yeah. just the journey of of his friends and everything being so like on this high mm-hmm. of an idea and then slamming like on this low all of a sudden mm-hmm. and then having to problem solve and figure it out has kind together, of been yeah. yeah together has been <laughs> the roller coaster um of a journey.
1: Hi guys, we want to take a quick moment away from this episode to tell you about today's sponsor, Beekeepers Naturals. Beekeepers Naturals is a wellness company specializing in innovative nutraceuticals made from healing hive compounds and plant-based ingredients. Their mission is to improve people's health naturally and save the bees.
0: Erica and I absolutely love these products and have been using them since December when CEO and founder Carly Stein was featured on the podcast. I use their bee pollen in my smoothies and love the
1: superfood cacao honey. It is so delicious. But my favorite is the Bee Chill Hemp Honey. It delivers a powerful 28 milligrams of hemp oil per teaspoon so you can find your bliss. Made with USA-grown hemp, it is non-psychoactive and contains 0% THC. I take it most evenings before bed or when I get home from activities to completely relax and sleep through the night. It also curbs
0: my sweet tooth since it is so delicious. What about you, Allie? Well, if you know me, you know I love the Propolis Spray more than anything, but I also love the Belixir Brain Fuel. It's a caffeine-free liquid vial with ingredients like ginkgo biloba and royal jelly that is really great for fighting brain fog and enhancing focus and concentration without the jitters. If you wanna try Beekeepers Naturals, you can receive 15% off
1: your order by using the code Wellness, all one word, at checkout. Or visit beekeepersnaturals.com slash courageouswellness, which you can also find in our show notes.
0: Now, back to the episode. I mean, that I love that you guys have such a fun story. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure it wasn't fun in the moment, but, like, something was born yeah. from mm-hmm. that, you know, that experience. And that's it's really exciting <laughs> it to hear. Is. And you also seemed to have, like, had an experience as partners prior to being business partners. Yeah. But, like, within the friendship or the relationship where you knew in a way you could help problem solve with each other mm-hmm. and so that like you could trust that moving forward as business mm-hmm. partners yeah which is sometimes a challenging thing like you don't know you know getting into business with someone is yeah. a big <laughs> commitment right so to have that sort of awareness like or go through that kind of challenge and mm-hmm. be stuck in a cornfield I know
1: <laughs> it's so amazing and I definitely want to come back to your friendship as well and partnership because I think too, like female friendships is so are so beautiful but can be so complicated for so many people. Yeah. I know a lot of people struggle with friendships, especially adult friendships, right? But what I want to know first and <laughs> foremost is can you talk to us about facial rollers and facial rolling yes. and your products and why wh- like what it does for our skin? Cuz I'm sure everyone has seen facial rolling, you know, um
0: Yeah, it's become, in the last, but like recently. Very recently. I feel like you
1: guys are really on the forefront of it, but
0: um, why
1: should we
3: be doing it and what is it (laughs) for anybody (laughs) listening
1: who doesn't know
3: but wants to know? Yeah, so there are so many physical benefits and I'll get into that in just a moment, but for us, the biggest thing is really slowing the mind down Mm. and having something to look forward to in the morning and the night and just really kind of soaking in what you need. Mm. So, you know, whether that's through a rose quartz roller, you get self-love and confidence. Jade roller promotes balance and calm. So that's something that we really try and put out there is giving you what you need in that moment. Mm. Mm -hmm. As far as the physical benefits go, the main point of facial massage is to promote lymphatic drainage, Mm. which moves the toxins from under the skin and really depuffs, lifts, and tones So uh, it really helps to kind of reduce under eye puffiness, bags, Um, Something that we really like to do is use the roller to um, relieve tension in the face. Mm -hmm. So I clench my jaw a lot because I get a lot of anxiety throughout the day. And at the end of the day, it's just so beautiful to be able to relieve that naturally. Mm -hmm. I've always had to kind of take medication for that. So it's nice to just do something for myself that makes me, you know, feel better. For Ellie, she gets Mm -hmm. a lot of migraines, headaches. So she likes to use the roller
2: on her temples as mm. kind of like a pressure point with some, pe- some peppermint
3: oil. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, that feels really nice. So that's kind of why... So we like to say that we are a self-care company versus a like beauty company. Mm-hmm. So a lot of other rollers are just focused on the, the beauty element of yeah. it, which is important. Mm-hmm. And there's so many reasons that you could be using it on your skin. But um, our, our product really gives the user a full experience. So... From the box is intentionally designed to sit on a nightstand or on a coffee table and act as a physical reminder for you to slow down and practice self-care whether that is using the roller or something else mm. that you need and then inside the box there is a reminder a written reminder like hey honey you deserve this that's what it says mm. and then there is also a intention setting card that comes with the product so Before you dive into the rolling process we encourage you to write something down that you need So whether that be a positive affirmation or something you want to let go of We encourage you to write it down and place it somewhere that you will remember it and that you can see it because You're more likely to make that change Mm -hmm. in your life if you are seeing it every day and if you're writing it down so then you dive into the skincare routine, which is the rolling process and mm-hmm. um, all the effects that come with that. So, yeah, lots of benefits. I would say deep is the main mm-hmm. one that a lot of people see, like the instant results from. Oh.
0: I'm so excited to try. It. <laughs> <laughs> I love
1: the intentional self care message that yeah. you guys are sending because I do like you. T- you touched on earlier. I think everything we do is so mindless, and I think mm-hmm. even myself. I love when I'm into my skincare routine, but I don't always. Sometimes it feels like such a chore. Like you're already in bed, and now I have to get out of bed, (laughs) (laughs) wash my face. But I think putting this like this self care element into it is so much more beautiful than just like another thing you have to do to check off your box, or so you don't get wrinkles, or it's like not you know. Not that it's a negative thing, but it can become so like routine, like brushing your teeth and here you are creating something that's very intentional. And
0: people will look forward to, which is so sweet. I remember when I first came across your product, it was Mm -hmm. at the Love Beauty Wellness Festival Mm -hmm. and I remember the cards. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That was like, you know, there's... There's hundreds and hundreds of people there, but that stood out yeah. to me was that you could write the intention on that card. Do you remember? I that? do, absolutely. Yeah. So I think there's something to be said the way you guys have intentionally branded this company, which, you know, we're so bombarded with like marketing in, in so many different sort of areas, especially in the wellness world. But there's something so um like intentional, yes, you have for your consumers, but even in the way that you've approached this, Mm -hmm. that I think resonates with people. And like I said, I remember it from that day when I first came across which was like, write a little intention on this card. (laughs) But it's it says something. It makes people stop and take a minute, like you said, and um in our crazy worlds, which you know, Eric and I talk about that's like, and I'm sure you girls can really like the busier you get as you're growing a company, mm-hmm. and we're all we do is talk about self-care and really okay. like practicing what we preach, it becomes more and more challenging. So to have little tools yeah. that help us and that are reminders I think are really valuable. Yeah. Yeah. Actual tools. Actual <laughs> tools. <laughs> um, So if you can take us
1: through to the process of using the roller, um, you know, so now we've set our intention. We're in the bathroom. We're looking forward to this. Now, what do we put product on the roller? You know, like, do you glide up? Like, how do you use it? Is it user friendly? Is it something anyone can pick up or should we watch a YouTube video beforehand?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So there's definitely lots of resources that you could look to. Um, each of our products comes with instructions on how to use. So we recommend always, well you should always use it on a cleansed face. So Mm -hmm. anytime you're going to roll or pat something onto the face, your skin will absorb that. So that's why you want your um, face to be clean. What you would do is we encourage you to keep it in the refrigerator. Mm -hmm. And so what that does is bring a much more cooling massage to the face, which really gets the blood mm-hmm. circulation going and it also has more depuffing effects, sort of like the idea of rolling um, or an ice cube on your face. Mm-hmm. So you would start at the neck, the jawline, and that's where the lymphatic drainage starts. So you would roll always outwards and upwards, never a back and forth motion because if you are taking fluids from the center of your face, Mm -hmm. you only want to move them outwards. Mm -hmm. So you would start at the jaw and roll upwards and outwards. And so you also have lymph nodes on the edges of your face Mm -hmm. and that's where the toxins are drained. So you would start at the jaw and then move up the cheek and then up the cheekbone. And then focusing, there's a small end on the roller and you'd use that under the eye um, to get a more targeted drainage and then up the forehead, and then drain everything down through the neck. That's the process. So, awesome. so cleansed skin and then apply your favorite serum, moisturizer, and then you would continue with the rolling process.
1: Wow. Oh, right. so beautiful. I love, too. I have a lot of jaw tension. Yeah. Yeah, same. I think a lot. I, in uh, yoga, all the time, they're like, unclench your jaw. Yeah. And I'm like, and really oh, you don't even so realize, realize you're do doing it. it. Yeah. Everyone listening, unclench your jaw. Right <laughs> so now. I'm sure, too, right. Moment, I'm sure your jaw is clenched because every time I'm reminded of it. Mm-hmm. I I don't even realize that, right? Because we're carrying so much.
0: And it can add, I mean, it can can create bigger issues, too. Mm -hmm. Like, I have bad TMJ and also as, like, a singer, you know, that can get really, like, tight in there. Wear mouth guards, but I'm so looking forward to trying this. The
3: way
2: you, yeah. Yeah. So, and if you, I will also say, so it is always, um, just one direction mm. outwards and upwards, mm. but if you are focusing on the jaw area, you can kind of do that back and forth Like in, a kind, area of in the area. kind of mm-hmm. Get mm-hmm. targeted area. And I go okay. deep. So. She goes deep. Yeah,
1: <laughs> and oh, so nice. you can go deep into yeah. that specific yeah. area. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. And then maybe more gentler around your eyes. Around the and... eyes.
2: Yep so ours are we have the rose quartz roller and the jade roller Mm -hmm. the jade roller is intentionally designed it has a bit more of a round ball Mm -hmm. shape Uh to the large side And that is specifically to give you a deeper massage, whereas the rose quartz roller provides a bit more of a delicate facial massage. And you
1: mentioned, so the rose quartz is for self-love and confidence Mm -hmm. and the jade is for balance and calm, balance and and calm. calm. That's so, so can they be used together or complementary, or is it kind of just your intention for the moment? You
3: can choose which one you need. It depends on what you need. Truly, like yeah. we use it, you know, based on our intention in the moment. Mm-hmm. We first got into stones at the beginning of our self care practice. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. something that we really found to help us. I actually have a carnelian stone in my bag <laughs> right now um, that promotes creativity, inspiration. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, it just depends kind of what you need. Also, if you do want that deeper massage going for the jades, yeah, a yeah. oh, good idea.
1: That's so yeah. Crystals are so incredible and they carry so much power Mm -hmm. on your jade rollers though and your rose quartz rollers do you have to charge them or is it like (laughs) do you have to like the care of them as
0: yeah as like stones how do you How
2: do you take care of them yeah so our stones are all energy cleansed before we send them out so we always carry a selenate stone and a clear quartz which are stones that are already cleansed those stones always carry pure energies Mm. so we use those in either like a sage mist spray or a palo santo i always Mm -hmm. say that wrong but um so yes that way it is ready to use and then this the um, rollers will pick up energies based on the user or whatever they're feeling Mm -hmm. so we do energy cleanse our our rollers we just went to joshua tree and we left our stuff out out. (laughs) did you do it in the sun
0: is that the in the, star, mirror, the or the moon? The moon. Yeah. yeah.
1: Okay. I know on a full moon, you're supposed to charge but all I'm your not. crystals. Yeah. <laughs> um, I love it. I'm actually wearing, our friend um, Grace uh, oh, does the high-maintenance like, hippie. Uh, it's she, a jewelry line, yeah, and she's and an incredible jewelry. It's rose that's quartz. So I'm funny. wearing her rose quartz necklace, and she listens to our podcast, my so, my so I'm so so going to shout out to our dear friend Grace. No, but I love that, but I think that's so cool that you can charge your your. Rollers, that's yeah. And so then you neat. put that
0: on your face, you know. It's, it's
1: get that cool. moon energy. Yeah. <laughs> but I also love that you cleanse it before you send it out because I'm always so wary about crystals because it does. They do carry energy, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't want to like take someone else's like
0: <laughs> funky energy into my home, you know. Yeah.
1: So um, that's that's great to know for anybody listening.
0: So I have a question. So we we sort of heard the how this idea was born for Honey and Bee um, on this road trip, but like. So many people have so many ideas and that doesn't always translate to a business or a physical product. And how in, you know, I know there's so many things that go into it, but can you tell us a little bit about how you actually made the transition, like your entrepreneurial story to actually create this product Mm -hmm. and then
3: put it out there and become business owners? Like what was that? (laughs) So we were still working, you know, full-time job in the beginning. We got back from our road trip. Off the cloud nine, yeah. <laughs> back to reality, and then you know, time went by, and we started having these inspirational calls with you know, bursts of energy where we kind of just go off on a million tangents for like you know, an hour straight and just get super inspired. So, we were like, okay, we have to do something, we have to take action. This doesn't mean anything until we start. Mm-hmm. So, basically, we created a side hustle for ourselves. So Mm -hmm. we started just doing our full-time jobs. And then at the end of the day, we would work, you know, till midnight on this, um, Mm -hmm. small steps every single day, but we really just wanted something to be put out there. And we felt like it was starting to come out. So we just had to take small actions, you know, Mm to, to, put something out there. So we started developing the branding and kind of just took the idea and tried to make it tangible.
2: Okay. And I think a little before, um, we started kind of putting all the pieces together, we, we knew we were passionate about skincare and we knew we were passionate about self-care and wellness. So we started doing research into the market to figure out what was missing. Mm. So we didn't know what the product was Mm -hmm. and we didn't know necessarily what it could be, but we knew we had a passion around stones and energy healing as well. So we saw a lot of facial rollers that were being sold and that were on the market, But they all seemed very mindless, very unintentional, and just kind of like, hey, give this a try. See these insane physical benefits from it, like wrinkles completely gone. And (laughs) that just also isn't true. So we felt like we could put a more intentional meaningful story behind a product that seemed to be in high demand. So mm. once we kind of knew that about the market, then we started putting the pieces together as Clay mentioned and just doing one thing every day to really make it our own. Wow. So then you work
0: with a designer or, or and then a manufacturer? Like does that did you have do you have say in every part of the process? Like how does how does your general sort of business flow work did you create like did did either of you design
2: or work closely with designers yeah so um we designed all the products ourselves so we um I know a little bit of InDesign and Clay and I would just (laughs) hop on the call and I just like figured Mm -hmm. it all out so we found different artist patterns that we liked and then we just kind of um in the, so- in the design software would kind of put them together mm. the way we liked them. And then as far as the messaging goes, we just thought through what we wanted someone to experience, and that was what was on the front of the box. Mm. And then as far as designing the actual product goes, we did tons of research to find a supplier. Mm. We knew we wanted it to be ethically sourced, and mm-hmm. we wanted to have a good relationship with them so we could make some changes yeah. and tweaks. Um, And so that is how we kind of, the design is out there, there's a lot of other rollers, but we've done small things to really perfect the design, Mm -hmm. such as increase the size of the handle so that Mm -hmm. it is more durable, creating a metal mold for it so that it is longer lasting and better uh, for smooth rolling, there's a few other the plastic things too. we have a
3: plastic piece um connecting the stone to the metal so mm. there's no squeak mm. oh, things okay. like that we've really you know worked with our team to kind of improve
2: improve yeah that's
1: great to know cuz i think too it's like you know i remember when i first learned about facial rolling someone was like you know you there not that they're, like, so widely accessible, but I always found it really wary to be, like, you could just go on Amazon and mm-hmm. buy one for, like, $7. I was, like, mm-hmm. that doesn't seem very, like, you're going to go buy, like, a jade roller for, like, 7 <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with that. Like, of course, people have different budget constraints, and but in terms of what it's supposed to do and what... Even my small knowledge of stones, mm-hmm. I just didn't feel like it was so... You don't know
0: what you're getting.
3: You don't wearing. know what you're getting, mm-hmm. and it's going
1: on your face, right? Yeah. So I didn't... I was yeah. so wary of just buying something and putting it on my face mm-hmm. without intention, essentially. So what would you say to people who are, you know, shopping for facial rollers? Like, why why Honey and Bee? You know, why, why your product? <laughs> you know, because people are looking, like, everywhere. And yeah, I, that was, like, my first intro to it was like oh you can get like nice ones but just like you can also go on Amazon and I was
3: wary of it yeah yeah a lot of rollers that you will find on Amazon are actually made of synthetics or dyed glass Mm -hmm. okay so there's no upfront honest communication about the materials where they're sourced from um etc we just really stand by our quality we have excellent customer service Ellie and I are the customer service team. <laughs> so yeah. we're like sending out rollers and if they the happen to inspect. break in transit. Yeah, we inspect each one thoroughly multiple times. Yeah, So we really do stand behind the quality. Yeah. But as far as kind of that self-care experience goes, yeah. that's something that, that we... Yeah, se- yeah. yeah, yeah. absolutely. And you cleanse your, your
1: <laughs> stones before you're sending them
0: to our which, which is so important. Um, Yeah. So thank you for sharing. Because yeah. we have so many entrepreneurs on the show, not like not always intentionally, but in this sort of wellness world, um, a lot of people, you know, they'll share their personal journeys, but oftentimes products come out out as a result of their own personal necessity where they were looking for something to either heal themselves or give themselves something that wasn't, didn't exist, Yeah. right? So then there's sort of this entrepreneurial journey that comes along with that and I think sometimes we we hear, well, then this person just started a company. (laughs) Yeah. And, like, I love actually hearing some of the steps that go into it because that doesn't seem, you know, for anybody listening, like, you want to know sometimes that, like, the little steps, the everyday steps to make something tangible and to make something, you guys have an actual physical product, but it's like it doesn't just Mm -hmm. poof happen, right? (laughs) Like, it takes a lot of work and it takes a lot of, nitty-gritty, step-by-step. Yeah. Step. And so to, to break that down a little bit, I think is really beneficial. So thank you for sharing that.
1: Yeah. And, you know, I want to um, go back now, if that's okay, to talk a little bit about your friendship. And so you met at work. Is that what you guys said? So how, you know, I think that's so interesting because I think I know so many people struggle with Finding you know friendships in adulthood and through work. So how did you guys click and develop a friendship to the point where you wanted to start a business together? Because being friends is very. Di- I don't you know being friends and being business partners are two very different very things. different things. So um, yeah, how did you guys click? How did you guys
3: become friends? We uh, work virtually, so we are on a ton of calls. Um, so that kind of brought us to a level where we
2: were able to
3: connect over the phone. We didn't really hang out too much.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I think what kind of makes our, uh, business relationship work really well is that we became close in a work environment Mm -hmm. before we came, became best friends. Mm -hmm. So like Clay mentioned, we did work virtually in our previous job. And so I got to know her work style. Mm -hmm. She got to know my work style. Mm -hmm. And then it was kind of calls after work. I was in a really dark place and you were struggling with some things and we just kind of would talk literally for our, four, four hours, hours after <laughs> our work about everything yeah. and we just became truly inseparable and we just learned so much about each other and that's kind of where our friendship grew it's over the phone yeah. yes on the phone, on the phone virtual
3: relationship But um, yeah, Ellie has so many qualities about her. Like we are very similar, but Ellie is a workhorse. Like Mm. she will Mm. not stop working. (laughs) You're and I'm like, can yes. I go to sleep now? She's like, I yeah. need to
2: know that I have permission to go to bed in an hour. But then she's but but then she compliments that because I will burn myself out. Mm-hmm. And she is the reminder like we Yeah. She's the reminder like we will do this better if we get the rest. Mm-hmm. So Although we have, I think it makes our relationship work because we have the same goal and we have the same passions. Mm -hmm. So we know we're on the same team in our friendship Mm -hmm. and in the business. Mm -hmm. Um, But then at the same time, we also have some personality things that we... um, compliment each other. Yeah and on. it's not
3: like we're always like happy-go-lucky like we do get into some you know banter yeah. <laughs> like
2: we banter but then we let it go <laughs> we just we, let it yeah, go no.
3: um, but if you're out there and you know looking for someone who you think could be a potential business partner I would recommend just finding someone who you connect with but also in terms of skills like finding someone who has opposite skills Yeah, you. complimentary yeah. skills yeah. are really important <laughs> and
2: someone who will hold you accountable oh, for yeah. things mm-hmm. like oh, yeah. we are each other's accountability I was partners like why didn't you do this <laughs> yeah what are you doing get um, it together <laughs> yeah no no but you did the same for me and I think that's important too like you don't want um a business partner who kind of won't challenge you yeah so definitely find someone who challenges you but then also forgives you I think that's really important as Absolutely. well
3: mm-hmm.
1: yeah I think that's so I mean that's also beautiful and so important and I think even you know like, I think there's so much strength in the vulnerability that you had in the beginning of your friendship, right? Mm -hmm. Because I think we, as a society, right, it's so hard to be so vulnerable and we're trained to be like, oh, don't show these scary parts of yourselves, or let's not talk about these struggles that we're going through. But the fact that your friendship was born out of long conversations about both of you being in darker places, that's so beautiful. And I think, I think sometimes that's why it's so hard to connect and make friendships is because we're so close yeah. to sharing that part of ourselves, or maybe when we're younger in college or in high school, it's like you're forced, because you're in a dorm room, or, you know, you, you know, it's just brand new experiences, but I think it is really admirable that you were so vulnerable and open with each other, mm-hmm. and then here you are now.
0: <laughs> yeah, now you have this beautiful company. Do you guys have any goals you want to share about, because you are a self-care company first, not... Yes, you're a skincare company, but you're a self-care company first. What are some of your sort of like goals as you grow? Do you have any like, I don't know if you can yet or want (laughs) to share um, like ideas for future products
3: or what you're going to, you know, sort of your goals for the current ones? We have a few exciting things in the works in terms of product. We'll keep that a secret for now, yeah. but definitely expanding the self-care space. Okay. And then as far as you know, growing the business, we
2: are really excited to start hosting events mm, in 2019. Awesome. So that's in the works. Self-care events, for sure, yeah. um, is something that's big. We really just want to start to focus more on the community. Mm-hmm. So um, Honey and Bee is a community of people looking for ways to discover the self-care that works for them. Mm. And so we just want to continue to provide more resources for people to discover that through blog posts, through events, through um, conversation. Mm -hmm. So that's the direction we will be moving in. And making
1: friends in person, right? Just like you guys did, you (laughs) know, because I think that's it. It's like self-care is, is the whole, right? It's Mm -hmm. not just green juice and a hike or, you know, it's, it's, the people you surround yourselves with and, you know, your relationships with yourself and others. So I think it's beautiful that that is going to be part of the honey and bee evolution.
0: And I love also, and we talk about this a lot because we like having conversations with people, especially when they're connected to brands that have like a lot of integrity in them. Mm -hmm. And I love sort of seeing this movement towards, um, with certain small businesses towards really like being conscious business owners and like I guess is it some people call it like conscious capitalism (laughs) (laughs) which seems a little like you know what I mean but in that sense where it's not just about at the end of the day like the bottom line it's Mm -hmm. about like you said the community it's about creating value I guess that's a better way to put it creating value in all the areas right not just in Yes, we're going to create this beautiful product that has a lot of value in it, but we also create value in our community and the community that these products bring people together in. Mm -hmm. And so I love that, and I love seeing that mindset in entrepreneurs, too. Mm. That's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. So beautiful. So do you guys have any inspirational books, podcasts, anything you might recommend from your own personal journeys? I'm sure there's many, but that you would like to share.
3: We ask all of our guests.
1: That's <laughs> something that inspired you along. Your way, <laughs> or continues to inspire you today.
3: Yeah, oh my gosh, we listen to so many podcasts because we're always driving to each other. Ellie's yeah. in San Diego, I'm in L. A. So right now, we're currently loving your podcast, of oh. course. <laughs> <Thank laughs> we you. really like um, Wabi Sabi by Candice mm-hmm. Kumai. Yeah, love her. Incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, what are some other ones?
2: Another podcast that's uh, new that's really lifted us up is Soul Sugar by Carrie Rad. Mm-hmm. That's just been amazing. Um, another podcast is mm-hmm. How I Built This. I love that yeah, podcast. Love how I built that. Always mm-hmm. listened, always inspired. As far as books go, there's two in particular that I think kind of shifted the way I look at my creativity and also myself. Um, one that I would highly recommend to anybody who sees themselves as a creative person mm-hmm. is called big magic. It's by Elizabeth Gilbert mm-hmm. and she just kind of dissects ideas and how to treat them as living things. And that really allowed me to give my ideas more credit and to chase them mm-hmm. just as hard as I possibly could. Mm-hmm. And so that is a book that is amazing. And then also there's a book called, um, empath survival guide, a guide for sensitive people. Like that. <laughs> and that book was also very transformative for me as mm-hmm. far as learning more about myself, um, because I am an empath and so is Clea. Mm-hmm. And, um, in business, you sometimes have to let things go and not take things personally. Mm-hmm. And when you feel everything, yeah. That can be really draining. And so learning strategies as far as how to kind of protect your energy... Is important, so highly recommend that book as well. I
1: actually just downloaded
2: both of those books on my Kindle. <laughs> no know, way! So crazy! Oh yeah. My wow. that so is I was like, wow, wow. So
1: I can't wait to. Um, I love to read. Reading oh, is good. my favorite form of self care. <laughs> yeah. Reading and journaling. So I downloaded both those books. I can't believe you mentioned them. I was like, wow. when you said. We're so I was, yeah,
2: crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. crazy. Yeah. Crazy
1: um well thank you guys so much for being here we so appreciate it for anybody looking um to find you guys on the internet where can everyone find you on instagram your website um where can they find you
3: so we're honeyandbee.com and then on instagram we're honeyandbee daily
2: and anything else Ellie? yeah you can (laughs) shop um, we're in a few different shops throughout the country so if you see us find us tag us (laughs) let us know if you saw us but yeah if you want to purchase online is the most accessible
1: Awesome. And all of this is in our show notes. So yes, enjoy so looking there. there. <laughs>
2: Thank you, ladies, for joining us. Thank today. you. Thanks so you much. For us. Thank it was you so too. fun
0: Thank you. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Courageous Wellness. Tune in every Wednesday for a new episode featuring a different guest each week. Subscribe,
1: rate, and write us a nice review. And you can follow us on Instagram at courageous wellness. Until next week, I'm Allie. And I'm Erica, and we're courageous wellness.